Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. <laughs> Welcome back to It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer. I'm breathing heavy. Do you hear that? Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm worn out from the introduction. Your window. Joined as always me. by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Willemowski. Dave, how are you doing? Apparently I'm doing a lot better than you are, and I'm not Dude, doing that great. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> so the official fiance of It's Too Late, Annika, asked me like not 10 minutes ago. She said, are, are you okay? And I said, I'm fine. And then she rolled her eyes and walked away. <laughs> and it made me feel, did she really worry about how I feel or is she, is she calling me a liar? I'm sure she cares. Yeah. I mean, she'll notice when I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so... I didn't really have a whole lot to do this past weekend since I'm a little bit a little little bit down. And so I watched the last UFC card of the year was this past weekend and it was stacked. There's so many good fights. They had two title fights. And the co-main event was the women's title fight between Amanda Nunes, who is easily the the best female mixed martial artist ever, versus this lady named Juliana Pena, who's this mediocre fighter who basically memed her way to a title shot. Oh. And, well, really quick, do we have a picture of Nunez and Pena? Yeah, there they are. That was that was the fight. Oh. They didn't look at each other longingly like that <laughs> dyke is, but... <laughs> They're animated. But anyway, Nunez, because she's such a dominant champion, she was a minus 1,000 favorite in Vegas. And so for people who know anything about uh, about gambling, she's an enormous favorite. You would have to bet a lot of money on her to win anything. And sure enough, right before the bell, some person in Vegas bet $315,000 on Amanda Nunez in order to just win like 26K. And then then guess what happened? Nunez got stomped out. Oh, no. And so this guy, so Juliana Pena, congrats to her, Juliana Pena, new women's champion. And some some dude is having his legs broken by the mob right now. <laughs> it's really sad. Well, like I heard people, like I, I heard people talking, and they were saying that, well, you know, it, it was it's probably some rich person, like you know, they've got three hundred fifteen thousand dollars just laying around. So if if they're if they're rich enough to bet that much money, then they they'll be okay. And I was like, but that's probably not what it was, though. It was probably oh. some desperate person who mortgaged everything they had on this sure bet, right? Like the surefire win, thinking that, well, I'll win the bet, I'll I'll take the twenty k and pay off some debts, and then and then you know pay back the three hundred that I borrowed to place the bet, and then she lost. Oh man! So. So what I'm getting at is for don't feel sorry for me in my sad state of affairs. Think imagine how it is for that guy right now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of imagining how bad things could be, you know <laughs> I say that and Dave just goes <laughs> like he, I mean Dave knows. <laughs> so I, I think we should talk about the blanket though. It's a did somebody well, knit that? 
No, I, I mean, actually, this is Anna Kay's blanket, so she's pissed. I mean, that's probably why she's <laughs> mad at me. I took her blanket and got my disease all over it. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, is I'm, I'm, I'm in that weird place where, like, right now, I'm just freezing cold, but also I'm sweating. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't know. I had to fill the fill the silence. Just let me just take a breather. All right. <clears throat> so speaking of how bad things can get, you know, it's that time of the year. We're in mid December. You're looking forward to Christmas, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are or where in the country you live. I'm sorry. I have to rest my eyes for a minute. Does doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter where you where you live or who you are. There's still that little kid inside you who's like, man, I'm I'm kind of. I kind of want it to snow. You know, I kind of want it to be like that traditional kind of Christmas vibe, you know. I want that. Not for us. Not for us, Dave. We get Category 5 tornadoes. That's what we get. Take a look at the tornado that struck the south in the Midwest here. No, that's Nunez and Pena. Jesus Christ, Dave. (laughs) I don't have it in me to yell at you. (laughs) Just, Just punish yourself, all right? Okay. All right. That's that's. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this down a little bit. I I turned my volume up because I wasn't expecting to yell today, and now here we are. <laughs> you ruined the tornado joke. Back in my day, you could be a Tasmanian devil and just destroy things indiscriminately. Now now you have yeah. to have pronouns and. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I did go to the doctor though. So for oh, people did? who know me, I don't I don't ever go to the doctor. Like I yeah. I just, you know, if I'm if I'm like literally paralyzed from the waist down, I just say, "Well, let's just let's just see how it plays out." Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't I never go to the doctor. Okay. But I I finally broke down. I was like, "You know, I got a lot of work to do this week and I'm I'm not getting better. I'm going to go to the doctor so that that way if it turns out it's something more serious than just like yeah a minor infection or something. I'll get some like antibiotics or whatever. So I go to the doctor, right? And for, so first of all, they don't even prescribe me anything. They're just like like just feel better. You'll 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 be all right. Try hard. They just they just just take some a leave. Just you you'll be okay. <laughs> wow. And then and but here's the thing is that I I'm like I have chronic insomnia. I don't ever sleep. So if you've ever if you've ever noticed that there's like giant purple bags under my eyes 247365 it's cuz this is this is who I am. This is this is what I'm about. And so <clears throat> I figured well I'm at the doctor and I never go to the doctor so I I'll I'll just ask. I'll just be like, "Hey, you know, I'm at the doctor, you're a doctor. You know, what's what's up with me not sleeping?" And and the doctor goes, uh she's a she's this blonde bombshell by the way. Oh. So I mean, we're not I mean, we're not talking queen's gambit, but I mean you know, and so she goes, well, well, what's your typical sleep schedule like? And I'm like, well, I get ready for bed about 4 a.m., probably fall asleep about 630, wake up a few times and then just move on with my life. And she just kind of looked at me just just stunned, <laughs> like <laughs> she's like, well, how long has this been going on? And I was like, I don't know. I'm 36. I hit puberty at, at 12. So how many years is that? Wow. And 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 then she said, "This is what she said. I I'm, I sh- I shit you not." She said, and I quote, "That's not very good." No. 
And I was like, boy, this is a real medical miracle we're working with here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's not very good. So just don't do that. Just sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's different. really my fault for not having thought of that sooner. Just go to bed. Mm-hmm. Did you try that? We'll try that tonight. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it works out. Are you resting no. more now? You know, ironically, no. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should talk about something else because it's it's not quite time to end the monologue yet. No? No. You had something else. Well, I had a joke about the tornadoes, but somebody ruined it, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot. Um, so my throat's been really sore, right? And so mm. I get these throat lozenges. But you know how, you know the thing about throat lozenges is, it's like some of them are really sweet. Like they're just candy. And you're like, this can't, like this can't be medicine. Like, I mean, come mm. on. It's just, it's just Skittles for Christ's sake. And so what are those, what are those like... I forget the name of it. It's not Ludens. It's there's another there's another brand of cough drop that dude. They're just can't. They're just they're just candy. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't I don't want the candy because I don't want like a bunch of like sticky sugary because I think that's bad. I think that's bad for your throat. I need something that's gonna like n- numb the pain. Mm. Really, just I mean, just in general, that that's just a good thing for my life going forward. I need something to numb the pain. <laughs> just in general. And so I get these new new ones that come in a box. They're called Sepacol. And I get mm. the maximum strength sepacol. Dude, these things work. All right. Like I get I one I've of these. Se- I get one of these sepacol, and then I can no longer like s- breathe. <laughs> like like my my from my neck up is just numb. <laughs> so so like in all seriousness, I I I took a sepacol. It dissolved really fast. It's not something you suck on for very long. It dissolves really fast, and then boom, my throat is just numb to the world. And I'm like, you should, we should get some of these and like market them to your wives and girlfriends. I think, <laughs> like these things. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that was the joke. moment in the show where I look over at the monitor and Dave's like, "No, I think I'm going to keep the camera on Alan." Yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Let you wallow in that. (laughs) All right. Well, before we do anything, Dave, make sure to turn off the nobody gives a shit button so that we don't have an uh uh-oh later. Yeah, yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, go ahead and hit that. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And um, (laughs) we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Watch this, folks. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Well, watch her ability to roll. When she hits the ground, nice roll. That's what they teach you in jujitsu, Joe. You gotta roll. Jeez. Use your shoulders. Hey, uh. Nice hey Dave. Role. Nice. Uh-oh. That's what they teach you in jujitsu, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Use your shoulders. Hey, hey, Dave. 
Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. Me hoping for a white Christmas because it's December. Tornadoes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's original content, too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, is that I'm, I'm a southerner. So, like, when the when the tornado sirens are going off in Nashville and, like, on the news they're saying seek shelter, you know what we do? We just go out on our yeah. front porch and watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Come here, kids. Take a look at yeah. the take a look at the tornado. You don't see these all the time. Yeah, there goes the Johnson's house. Yeah, <laughs> but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. I'm John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, good sir, and you are, <laughs> buddy. You ain't gonna fucking believe this. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one, dude. I decided we're not going to do any more political memes. We've just we've moved, we've transcended. Yeah, we've we've risen to a higher plane of mm-hmm. thought. Um, boy, I looked at the timer and I was like, if it if there was ever a time that I wish we were like twenty minutes over, it's now. But no, <laughs> no, we're right on time. We're right Cruising on cue. Right yeah. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and answer the viewer mail. Viewer mail, questions. I just, I don't have anything. Gotta go back and watch it. You, you turned it off too early, dude. It's, it ends on its own, man. Oh, does it? I got scared. Yeah. You, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta let the awkwardness linger for like another fifteen <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's what you, man, Dave, we gotta we we need some content this week, buddy. So you can't yeah. be cutting anything. Oh short. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, we got. All right, Andrew Avery <laughs> writes. I used to think Dave laughed with me. Now I realize Dave was always laughing at me. In a good way. Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave." This weekend, I hired a couple of prostitutes to lay beside me while I finished Meditations on First Philosophy. Was it reckless of me to put Descartes before the whores? I mean, it depends on what kind of prostitutes they are. Like, are they reputable? I'm just out of breath having read that. (laughs) This is going to be tough. Okay, so first of all, that was really forced. That whole thing he just tried to put together. And second of all, I don't know if prostitution's legal in Maine, where Andrew's from. I think he just, like, admitted to a oh. felony or something live on air. So, no. yeah. Take a second. Yeah, I just need to I need to recover both physically and mentally. Uh, Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is the shell life of a coconut? He he even put a little coconut emoji, yeah, in the question. Really, we need to get we need to do like uh, Monty Python and get a couple of shells so we can do like the horse sound, you know, yeah. the like tucka, 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 tucka. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they migrated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary Dykstra writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, 
Do you have any plans to start accepting Bitcoin payments for donations or Patreon donations? Oh. Or for that matter, any type of crypto? Um, sure. That's like a serious inquiry. Yeah, like, God forbid we actually have people who watch the show who ask real questions. Like, thank you, Gary. That's all. That's nice. Well, actually, we, we both have float accounts, and the float accounts come with Bitcoin wallets, and if they'd like to donate, they can donate there. Yeah, but nobody fucking uses float. Come on, man. <laughs> Just Nobody well, that matters. So this is what you can do. You can, like... It's so easy to contact me. You just send me a message and say, hey, look, I, I just sold like 12 keys in the yeah. Colombian market. I've got some. Got to dump I've got some, some Bitcoin. Bi I got to dump some Bitcoin. What's your address? And I'll, I'll do it. I'll hook you up. I'll send you an address. Actually, what's funny is, is that someone did actually write me and say, what's your physical address? And my first instinct was stranger danger, right? Wow. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it. Here's where I live. And he sent me a bunch of gold and silver. No, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have friends. Man, that's that's crazy. That's like a, a somebody offering a kid candy out of a van and they actually just give him candy and leave. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> let that be a lesson to you then. Yeah. yeah. Always say yes. Yeah. It wasn't like a bunch, like it, it didn't make me rich or anything, but it was like, here's some silver coins, check this out. And I was like, oh. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. You have no idea, like, I'm shivering right now, but under this blanket, I'm just soaking wet. That's really, it's really uncomfortable. I can't believe they didn't give you anything, they just, yeah, you, you should sleep more and, yeah, they're and like, get better. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> just, have you tried being better? Yeah, make sure you pay your copay on your way out. Thank you. Yeah, they, they actually, like, I actually heard the lady, when I was walking out, I heard her go, an idiot. I heard that. <laughs> she was typing it into your medical chart. Yeah. <laughs> no, after I told her my story about not sleeping, I'm pretty, she, I'm pretty sure she typed in terminal. That's what she typed in. <laughs> um, Ryan Seifert writes, Dear Alan and Dave, does sausage gravy belong on waffles? Oh, wow. Is that a regional thing? <clears throat> well, that's a tough question because I feel like typically like you have your plate of waffles with like your syrup or whatever. Yeah. And then you and then uh, if you even make sausage at all, you may or may not have sausage gravy. And if you did make sausage and make sausage gravy, which which that's a lot to make, like it would be yeah. weird for you to make the whole sausage and gravy breakfast and the waffles breakfast at the same breakfast sitting. You'd have to plan it like that. Like, this is what I'm doing. And I feel like they would also be on separate plates. Yeah, like, like you're, dude, you've got the whole stove covered in different breakfast entrees at the same time. Ryan, you should, you should, you I should think figure that out. It might be good. Like, a, I mean, like, I'm sure, I'm sure it's, dude. Yeah. We're, you, we set a date for the 2022 live show. We're going to talk about that in the next segment, but. Okay. For people who are in the know, who come down in early, and they're like a m members of like our Patreon supporters, they get to go to like our super private Waffle House and Poncho's luncheons. Yeah, that's some good eating. But you, but we're not going to do both on the same day. That's a quick way to get your some intestinal cancer. But <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to be on different time. days. But we're gonna, we're yeah. going to do it though. Yeah. Oh my god, you know what we should do for our next food challenge? <laughs> Dave looks surprised. Like, like, oh, wow. 
This is a, we should do we should do some food challenges, but I don't mean like the one chip challenge. That's painful, and that and, oh, and we 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 did that already. We should yeah. do a Waffle House challenge where you and I go to Waffle House and we bring like the camera crew with us and we have yeah. one of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Until we die. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how big their menu is. I don't think I've I've never been to one. We maybe we'll we'll say we'll say just the breakfast menu. Like okay. like one of everything because their menu's two sided. One side's like breakfast stuff, and the other side is everything else. One of everything on the breakfast menu. You and I will do it. It'll be the Waffle House challenge. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be like a special, and we'll we'll you know we'll get like we'll we'll get like donation supporters. Like for each donation of X amount, we we get another menu item. Oh, we'll raise yeah. money. Like 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 one of those charity runs. Yeah, except for we're gonna keep all the money. Yeah. And yeah. we're not going to get any healthier. Well, we're going to need that cash once. <laughs> once we're going to need that. All right, that write that down. That was a good idea. I don't care what okay. anybody says. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. All right. Marilyn Willemowski says, "Oh, this is from our son David." Oh, that's nice. It, I didn't see this one. It's nice that he gets to ask questions, but it's sad he doesn't get to actually watch the show because I keep saying no. dick shitter all the time. Yeah. 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 I mean, and talking next. about the finer points of abortion and human trafficking. <laughs> finer points. Look, it's you got to have an honest debate. All right. Mm-hmm. You can't dismiss things out of hand. Yeah. All right. So David says, dear Alan and dad, it actually says dad. How about that? Aww. It must, it's Alan and Dad, because it sure shit no, there ain't no kids out there calling me Dad. <laughs> Put a stop to that shit. David says, Dear Alan and Dad, would Lightning McQueen buy insurance, car insurance or life insurance? So I had to actually look up Lightning McQueen, because I was like, what the hell is that? And it's apparently some Whoa. Disney character. Yeah, the cars. They made, they made a, a movie about anthropomorphic vehicles. It's kind of creepy if, if you dig too deep, like, psychologically. Yeah. Well, I, I saw the pictures, and I kind of thought, how do they how do they reproduce? Yeah. Where do the cars come from? And if they're still just built like cars, then are they really alive? At what point do they have consciousness? Like, So I feel like if he's alive, then it must be life insurance. Mm-hmm. If it's still just an autonomous object then it would be car insurance yeah no I feel like I, I, I had an answer <laughs> now it left me David your dad says he feels like he has an answer but he doesn't care enough to give it oh, I, I care big time he's, he's got the big care for, for your questions Law uh, <laughs> Dario writes Dear Alan and Dave would you watch a Cuomo Brothers reality show? No. No. I don't watch any reality shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially like, not that one. Like, like this right here on your screen, this is as real as it fucking gets, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Actually, I gotta, we've been watching a baking show that Mary really digs. and I'll, I'll watch a little bit of that. All right, so Anna K really likes Cake Wars. Okay, yeah. Where they have four teams that bake a cake really fast, and they're like, "Check this out." Yeah, that's more cake. or less. That's the gist of the program. 
But I don't really like it though because it's it's they have a time limit. And to me, you're not seeing who makes the best cake. You're seeing who makes the fastest cake. Yeah. Because I want I want to know who makes the best cake. I want to give them the time and the resources they need. We need to have common sense cake legislation. We do. There should be a law. There should be some laws. <laughs> uh, Clay Davis writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Do your fans ever make you feel like your show is like the island of misfit toys from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Man, boy, you said it, friend. <laughs> Wait till next segment. We're really going to be in, staring into the void here in a minute. <laughs> um, and what's your favorite misfit toy? Like, I know what you're talking about, and I vaguely remember some of them, but that's not something I really watch with, like, yeah. intent, if that makes Picking sense. A favorite. Yeah. What what I always wondered about was the, <clears throat> the squirt gun that's, that's squirted jam. It's like, why don't you just put water in it? Are, are all those misfit toys alive? Would the misfit yeah. toys get life insurance or... Be property covered under your insurance. property insurance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He left. He left some kind of a gif, but I just, I just can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clay. Um, I saw a meme somewhere that was talking about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and how he they wouldn't let him join in any reindeer games, so he yeah. changed his pronouns to she, her, and then he won all the games. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that one. Yeah, Chris Mallard writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, you know we like remember earlier when I was saying we're like we're so far ahead of time. The one week I wish we were behind. We took mm -hmm. care of that, didn't we, Dave? Yeah, we're Got doing him. great now. Got, Got him. him. Chris Mallard writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, how many male chauvinist pigs does it? Oh, Jesus Christ, Sherry Voluntary writes, dear, <laughs> dear Alan." <laughs> Dear Alan and Dave, got any riddles for my holiday delight? What's so interesting about this question is, as I was thinking, oh, I should come up with a good riddle. But then yeah. the next question was a different viewer who asked a riddle. So, okay. we're, so Sherry, listen to this. Carl Huber writes, Dear Alan and Dave, you're locked in a room with two doors and two guards. He has two computers, but I, I said two guards because I've heard this one before. Yeah. One door leads to death and the other to freedom. One guard always lies while the other always tells the truth. And you're only allowed one question. What is the question? How do you reach your freedom? I actually know the answer to this because this is, this is a riddle that's been redone a few times. So I do yeah. actually know the answer to this. So you got two doors. One's death, one's life. You have two guards. One always lies, one always tells the truth. The answer... So this is really, so we're actually circling back. So Sherry, listen up. Mm -hmm. The answer is, because it, cause the, cause the point is, is you don't know which door and you also don't know which guard. So you need yeah. to have a question that, that's awesome. Turn on, turn on Dave Cam. No, no, come oh. back. He left. Oh, no, there he is. <laughs> We've got. Yeah, he climbed right up on The me. cat wants to know how to achieve his freedom. Sorry. So listen <laughs> up, cat. This is what you do. Since you don't know which guard is lying or telling the truth, you ask one of the guards, what would the other guard say is the wrong, is the right door? 
Because what would happen is, is that the truthful guard would say the other guard who always lies and is trying to trick you into killing yourself mm-hmm. would say, would say, you know, door number one when it's actually door number two. And the other guard, because you're asking which, which door, what would the other guard say is the wrong door? Yeah. So the guard who tells the truth would say the other guard who's a liar would say door number one is right when it's actually door number two. And then the lying guard, if you accidentally asked him, would say, because he's a liar, right? Yeah. He would he would know that the truthful guard would want you to pick door number two. So he would lie and say, oh, no, he'd say door number one. So since both of them actually told you door number one, that's how you know it's door number two. So if it, so if this ever if this ever like look I've had this weekend to think about this all right so if this ever comes up yeah now you now you know how to get away from the Clintons because that's how you, <laughs> that's how you do it is um, that their their mo after that Ryan and Carl started arguing about noodles and chili and I just I moved on Jesus Christ you guys yeah. uh, Jonathan Carranza writes dear Alan and Dave how do you eat your steak. I think we've had this question before, but they they did this perfectly on um, King of the Hill. So the mm-hmm. the way you eat your steak is is rare or medium rare, and and then Bobby asks, uh, oh, yeah. Bobby Bobby asks his dad, uh, well, what if they want it well done? And he goes, we ask them calmly but firmly to leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Don't don't trust anybody who who orders their meat well done. That's they haven't grown up yet. No. Um, <clears throat> Ryan Seifert asked another question. You remember what I said about people trying to ask more than one question? But we're going to be yeah. nice, and we're going to answer his question number two. Ryan Seifert oh, wow. writes, Dear Alan and Dave, If a gay black guy beats up a straight white guy for being white and straight, is it a hate crime? So, see, what Ryan's trying to do here is he's trying to get us in trouble. But we could do that on our own, can't we, Dave? Yeah. No. <laughs> we don't need Ryan's help. We. Yeah. <laughs> we. So, you know what? It shouldn't be. I'm going to give you a serious answer since you're trying to be a dick shitter. Yeah. It shouldn't be a hate crime because there shouldn't be any such of a such thing as a hate crime. You already yeah. have laws for assault. Why do you need a law, another law on top of that law? That's 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 over prosecution. That's why we have the police state that we have. So no thanks, Ryan. Get out of here with your race baiting. baiting. Yeah, yeah bait. Don't take that bait. He's baiting. So I actually told, um, I actually told everybody that, um, it's it's like five minutes before the show's supposed to start, and I I just got nothing. So we need like a bunch of bonus questions, and and I'll tell you what, the fans came through this week, Dave. They did. It, in, in fact, they came they came through so hard that that's what she said. That <laughs> we, we're only going to have time for like a third of the questions these people wrote. So when we're going to come back to the next segment with with bonus viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. 
email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Oh, man, I forgot to take a drink during the break. Oh. All right. You want me to put myself on and then you can take a drink? No, it's fine. It's what it is, is I don't like to advertise other products on the show that are that aren't, we're not like sponsoring. Mm-hmm. But it's it's what it is, is it's just bottled water and and the blood of my enemies gives it that red tinge. Yeah. That ought to. I mean. Straighten you out. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going to get another one of these, too. These are just hauls. These aren't the Sepacol. They're the good stuff. I'm saving those. That's a that's a stocking stuffer. <laughs> that Sepacol. Yeah. Should have got Sepacol to sponsor tonight's show. <laughs> I don't know if they would have appreciated it, though. It's brought to you by penicillin. <laughs> Can't believe they didn't give you anything. I mean... Yeah, they well they tested it. They tested me for strep, and they're like, yeah. "It's not, it's not strep throat, dude." And then they're like, "Well, all right, well let's let's take a look in your throat." And they they they, they have the little flashlight thing, and I go, "Ah," and they're like, "Yeah, it looks pretty bad." So, uh, where where's where's this doctor located? Just back alley, or she's cute though. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. You might think I get myself in trouble saying things like that, but you'd be wrong. Anakay doesn't watch this fucking show. Are you oh. kidding me? Dude, our friends and family do not support what we do. That's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> no way. All right. Boy, I tell you, okay, so at, at, at the at the time or we had we had to we had to call last call, right? Like we can't keep on taking questions. So we've got mm-hmm. questions for like the next two years of viewer mail. That's fantastic. Um uh, Kyle Pelizzoni writes, Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever considered or do you currently do some type of martial art? Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, jiu-jitsu judo, Muay Thai, etc. If yes, what's your favorite? So first of all, I, first of all, give Kyle a round of applause. I think this is his first viewer mail with us in our private group. And he actually yeah. asked a real question that wasn't a dick shitter pun. <laughs> the rest of you guys should take Kyle's example to heart um so i don't currently do anything but i do really love mma i do really love watching competitions and stuff um man really hard to pick a favorite i mean i feel like i feel like if you were just someone off the street and you were like you know if if i can be neo and just be programmed with all the knowledge of one what would it be i probably would pick brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah that's Um, rad Oh yeah, dude, they do crazy shit. Mm. But then you see people like Khabib who do like combat sambo, who are basically just Russian wrestlers, and then they just dominate everybody. They're just wrestling and they dominate everybody. Um and then you like and then judo, like judo's more of like an Olympic type thing. You don't see as much judo nowadays in MMA, but they're the mm. ones that have those wicked fucking throws. Yeah. Like like, you know, two people grab each other like this and are going, ah, and then one of them flies 20 feet that way. That's <laughs> judo. That shit's dope. <laughs> so. Um, so there you go. Yeah. I actually um, I actually took Taekwondo when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. That's pretty gay, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is. It's like, 
it's all like big high kicks and like you just get destroyed if you really try to use it in a fight. It's more like a show. Yeah. yeah. If you go, if you join the UFC and you say my main bliss- discipline is Taekwondo, that's a quick way yeah. to get, that's a quick way to get stomped the fuck out. Yeah, get your knee snapped right there. Yeah. So, so <laughs> first of all, they're going to break your leg. That's just, that's just how it is. And they might actually suffocate you. <laughs> they might. It's important to know when to tap out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of knowing when to tap out, we set a date for our 2022 oh, live show. I wasn't sure we were going to do a 2022 live show. And then I had a bunch of people write in and say, Alan, come on. Yeah. And so me, an intellectual, is like, all right, we'll do a live show. So we decide we're going to do it a little bit later in the year. In the past, we've always done it in March. This year, we're going to do it June 4th. So take a look at this graphic right here. June 4th is the 2022. It's the fourth an- fourth annual, Dave. Wow. Can you believe that? The fourth Never annual. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't. <laughs> the fourth annual It's Too Late live show is going to be on June 4th. The private venue of our friends Andrew and Camelia in Bon Aqua, Tennessee. You can, we're, we'll, we'll have a link for you. I don't have it right now because that just that sounds like work. Oh, here, I'll put it in the chat. Clever. All right. So, stay tuned for that. You have to buy a ticket, though, because in years past, I just paid for everything. And that was stupid. Why did I do that? I don't care. (laughs) So, you guys are going to pay for it. All right. So... (laughs) You want to know a random thing is... So, all I did this whole past weekend... Like, I... I, everything was sore to the touch, so I couldn't lay down in my bed. It felt like I was like laying on concrete. So I just sat in my chair, hunched over like I am right now, and I just watched like football and and some shows and stuff like that. And I and I watched. This was a clip actually from last weekend's Lions Vikings game. Take a look at this right here. And gets the first time, gets all the way outside to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Excellent job. <laughs> Excellent job. Got to stop the cock. Cock stopper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, where were we? <laughs> I said something like like knowing when to to call it quits or something. I don't know, but I remember I said you really want to do a show this week. <laughs> it was we don't skip shows around here, Dave. No. No. Professional. This is a tight production schedule. All right. Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is something far out that you believe? Far out. Wow. Well, uh, you know, like like aliens or Loch Ness Monster, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. See all that stuff. Like I say, like like ghosts. Like I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm scared to death of them. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I believe that there's probably aliens out there but it's a big universe i believe that you believe that <laughs> that's pretty far out yeah i don't you know what i don't actually i don't think i do i mean the things that i believe i don't consider to be far out that's why i believe them oh. if i thought it was that far out i wouldn't believe it like i don't think it's that far out to believe 
that an elite ruling class of pedophiles controls this fucking planet and rapes kids on islands. Yeah. They do that. That's why I didn't and, say that. Yeah. And I didn't think it was that far out because because they do it and we see them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's you know. But are they transdimensional lizard people? No, they're not transdimensional lizard people. Okay. Don't. See, I don't like people who say or do things like that because I was like, don't, don't, don't belittle the evil that humankind is is capable of. Yeah. Boy, it's got really serious all of a sudden. Well, on that note, Sherry Voluntary writes, right. Dear Alan and Dave, it's cold and I'm dreaming of summer. What's your favorite summer camp memory? I never went to, we didn't have any, you have to have money to go to things like camp. What are you talking about? I did like a Cub Scout camp or Boy Scout camp or something like that. And the only memory I have is that they'd, they'd yell at you if you put your elbows on the table while you were eating and then chase you around the outside of the eating hole. Well, if that was the worst thing that happened to you in Boy Scouts, Dave, I think you got off pretty good. Yeah, I did all right. All right. <laughs> That's two straight segments with rape. <laughs> Carl Huber writes, If you knew this was your last day, would you do the same things you're doing? <laughs> Jesus. You know, the way wow. I'm feeling, this might be my last day, and this, and I was going to say no, I wouldn't, but this is a bad show. Yep. Uh, you're, you're really making a liar out of me, aren't you, Carl? <laughs> um, no, man. If this was my last day, I'd, I would do enough bumps that I could... I'd, I'd oh, make yeah. it to midnight, by God. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Got a little worked up there. Now I'm winded. Yeah. Yeah. Take a breather. Uh, Thomas Lightheart writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what do you want from Santa this year? Huh. I have everything I need. Money, I, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say I have everything I need right here at home. Like the love of my life and all that. But then, I, but then on yeah. second thought, I thought, no, actually money. Yeah. Money's pretty important. I mean, I'm not saying I'm trading one for the other. <laughs> I'm saying I'd like both. If you're offering, to, yeah. if Santa's saying, "What would you like?" Yeah, it's not like it's not like the fucking monkey's paw where they take what you have and you get the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Santa, Santa's not a genie. Or is Santa a genie? Oh, no. Yeah, it's too far <laughs> out there. That's why I don't yeah. believe it. <laughs> Genies are real. Adam Sakosin writes, Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever been hassled by the police? Actually, Adam, I have been hassled by the police. You might remember all the way back around March to April of twenty twenty, there was this there was this thing in the news about some type of disease that people didn't know what was going on and they were wanting mm-hmm. to shut down the world. And at the time, uh, uh mine and Blake's uh Blake's studio here in Columbia uh, business was at an all-time high for us. I mean, we were we were renting out events left and right, and we were actually booked all the way through like June, July of that year, in February. Um, and when they decided that they were going to force everybody to shut down, the police actually came by our door and said, "We better see that door locked and those lights off. We don't want to come back and hear that y'all were doing business." Wow. And and now our business is gone, and I'm broke. So, 
let that be a good lesson to the people who still to this day want to defend the thin blue line. Who do you think it's going to be that's going to round up the people and put them in the boxcars? Who do you think are going to be the ones doing that? There you go. Thanks, Adam. You've ruined my day. I think we're going so well up to this point. <laughs> Weren't they, though? It was, it was a perfect show. All gone now. We're going to do our best to carry on, despite Adam's naysay. <laughs> Tim Weissong writes, Dear Alan and Dave, What if we never got flying cars or jetpacks because it would give people too much freedom, not because they're too difficult to make? Um, I don't think that we don't have those things because it would give people too much freedom. But I will say that this is an interesting time to talk about the seen and the unseen. So we talk about that in economics, and, and, and especially in Austrian economics. You talk about the seen and the unseen. It's easy to see that, okay, so you know, you print up a $20, 30000000000000 trillion national debt and hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities – and what did you get for it? You got you got some you got some interstates and some dead starving Yemeni children. That's what you got for your hundred trillion dollars. It's not just about what you spent the money on. It's what could. I'm not even saying just put the money back in your pocket. I'm saying, but if you if you had to spend the money, what are other things the money could have been spent on? Mm-hmm. And it isn't just necessarily like the state spending the money. Like if I said, hey. Instead of having $100 trillion in debt, we're going to divide that amongst us equally. So here's your $7 billion, Dave. It's like you think to yourself, if if everything in your community was gone just in an instant, boom, but you had that in your bank account, what kind of world would you build for yourself? And that's... That's a that that's a pleasant thought to think of. Well, what yeah. what think of all the good I could do if I had the money to spend, as opposed to it to be stolen and wasted the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's the unseen. It's 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 not just the bad that happens because of bad decisions. It's also the good that will never come because we never had the opportunity. So, God damn it, Tim! You and Adam. We're trying to have a fun show here. Yeah, nice, lighthearted. Yeah. <clears throat> Carl Huber writes, what mistake do you keep making, and why do you keep making it? What has it cost you? You know, we're just going to skip that shit. Moving right on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we're not. We, that's a whole other show. We, yeah. don't, we, don't, have time for, we don't have time for that. Just Dave, write that one down. When we when we need a show topic, we'll do everything wrong with our lives. Write that yeah. write that down. Yeah, we'll do that one. Special episode um, of It's Too Late. Uh you know, I'm gonna start scrolling through here because this is starting to bother me. Um <laughs> Daniel Blanchett writes, Hey Dan, uh dear Alan and Dave. In the event you were to have an untimely survival, they're assuming this is the end for me. What will you do with your borrowed time? Your mom. Got him. There you go. Burn. Got him. I mean... Torched. Probably probably just some more episodes of It's Too Late. Yeah. I like Dave's response. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep doing this. Yeah. If I've lived this long doing this, why would I stop? Don't If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Past weekend notwithstanding. 
<laughs> could could be the only thing keeping you alive. God, isn't that fucking sad? <laughs> it's a good thing to remember, guys. Go to that. Go to my PayPal and patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Mm. It's the only thing keeping me alive. I, I'm going to change the commercial to that. That's going to be the new. <laughs> that's going to be the new pitch. Yeah, this is all on you, people. Uh, Dave Benner. Hey, Dave. Dave Benner writes, uh, notwithstanding your opposition to the state in general, do you support any mandatory sentencing guidelines where a state exists? So I don't support mandatory sentencing guidelines because in so much as the judge should have a role in adjudicating matters and, and making a judgment call and thinking about extenuating circumstances and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. mandatory sentencing guidelines take that power out of the judge's hands. And and yeah. where you where you've seen this a lot is exactly in in the in the law and order pushes in the 80s and in 90s like the crime bill that Biden authored uh and and especially mm-hmm. in the drug war. So if you have mandatory minimums that say hey if this guy gets caught with a a scheduled drug then he has 30 years and then when you have some kid at the University of Colorado who makes weed brownies and then they want to give him 30 years because, you know, yeah. technically that's what the law says. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's got a yeah. whole plate of them. That's distribution. Yeah. So that goes back to something we talked about earlier. That's just over prosecution. So we, we don't, I'm really just all for just ripping the whole thing down. Yeah. Uh, Mary, Mary Lynn Willimowski writes, Oh, have you ever, ex- uh, Oh, <laughs> Have you, ever ex- have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Do you or have you ever walked in your sleep? So actually, I have. I actually talked to my doctor about this this past weekend. Because he was asking me, well, what are some things you've tried for your sleep issues? Like, do you just, you know, have you tried drugs? You know, drugs are good. People like those. Actually, no shit. The doctor, this lady actually said to me, because I was like, I don't know if I should be admitting what things I have or haven't tried. Because, like, if a friend gave me something that's prescription, like, I think technically that's illegal, you know, and I don't want to get them in trouble. And she was like, Oh, I microdose psilocybin, so it doesn't matter. And I was like, Your doctor's crazy. And I was like, Say that for the microphone, please. Like, I was like, Jesus, (laughs) I'm a good thing I'm not wearing a wire. Um, So, I was telling all this stuff, different stuff I've tried, and how it hasn't helped. Nothing has helped. Um, and I even one time, have you ever heard of Seroquel? No. Seroquel is an antipsychotic. It's what they give crazy people so they don't like destroy their houses. Oh. And yeah, it's it's a hard drug. And sometimes they used to, I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to subscribe it for sleeplessness because it knocks you out. Like if you've ever seen people who have mental issues that they they hate taking their medication because when they're on their medication, it just makes them feel really, it just brings them way down. That's what Seroquel does. And so my friend being, you know, a drug runner gave me a bottle of Seroquel. I was like, dude, if if you're saying you can't sleep, try this. I bet it'll help you sleep. I took Seroquel. I fell asleep. Oh, and in my sleep, I was I felt as if I was lying there awake staring at my doorway with a black figure creeping through. And and I said, That's the end of my days of taking fucking Seroquel right there, wow. my friends. So I have experienced sleep paralysis and no, sir, I don't care for it. Now was that was that like like did you wake up or was that just a dream? No, it was it was a dream. 
And in okay. the dream, I was literally screaming to myself, wake, don't, before the dark shadowy figure gets to my bed, wake up, Alan, wake up. I'm like, I'm literally trying to shake myself awake and can't until I finally do raise up in bed, like drenched in cold sweat. It was. That's terrifying. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so Seroquel is what you give your special someone if you want them to have a night terror. And Sepacol yeah. is what you give your special someone if you want to have a night joy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever walked in your sleep? Funny story there. I used to always tell people, of course, no. Like, sleepwalking's not real. Like, that's they're like birds. They're not real. And then I remember, I have this vivid memory from when I was a teenager and I was back at home. And I remember my dad, like, I had just gone to bed, and my mom and dad were still up, which is weird in and of itself, because I'm a, I'm a night owl, and they'd always be in yeah. bed early. And I remember them saying, hey, you've got a bunch of extra pillows in your room. Take one of your pillows and put it on the computer chair in the office so that, you know, it'll just be more comfortable from for my back. And I remember thinking, ugh, why are you making me get up and take one of my pillows in there when I'm trying to go to sleep? And so I do. I get up, and I put the pillow on the chair, and I go back to bed. When I wake up, I find out my pillow's missing, and that never happened. No one ever called out while I was in bed saying, put one of your pillows in the computer chair. But my, but I'm laying flat, and I don't know why my head's not propped up. I get up, and in, my, in, my, in the office, my pillows are in the computer chair. <laughs> so I must have slept walk. It's kind of, it's kind of freaky. But at I least gotta... I was the one walking as opposed to... Hillary Clinton coming into my room, you know. <laughs> the shadow person. I got a couple. There's a. There's one time I was sleeping when I was a kid, and I, I was sleeping on the couch, and I kind of realized what I was doing, as I was coming to the back door of the house, and I remember looking through the sliding glass door, and my dad was where I was just sleeping, like lifting up the blanket, looking for me. And I knock on the back door because it was locked. So apparently I had gotten up. I went out the front door, walked around the outside of the house, and then tried to get into the back door all while sleepwalking. And there was wow. also a time that we were uh, we were camping in the Allegheny National Forest. We were in a cabin. And apparently I got up and I was trying to get that door open. But somebody caught me before I could get out into the woods. As far as I know, I think those are the only two. I like to travel. It's good to get out <laughs> of your comfort zone. <laughs> Middle of the night. All right. We can't. We, we don't have time because we actually have a musical guest this week. So we don't have time oh. for the next 87 questions. So we're gonna, so last yeah. one. Lyle Durio writes, how will the Cowboys ruin everything this year? Fuck you, Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Cowboys, so the, the way the Cowboys are going to ruin everything is they're not actually that good. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to be themselves. The Cowboys are going to lose in the first round of the playoffs, and when everyone goes, oh no, I can't believe it, the Cowboys lost. And we're like, yeah, yeah that's what they do. <laughs> I mean, man, I, don't you wish it could just be 1993 again? Those were the years. Those are good times. I got really <laughs> sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
We're going to take a commercial break so I can get a drink and uh, take another lozenge. It's not Sipacol, though. I'm saving those for my significant other. And we will be back with a musical guest. A musical guest. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Uh. That wasn't bad. All right. <laughs> oh, here we go. Tap yeah. Me. All right. <laughs> It's happening. <laughs> all right. All Slider the way. Still watching. Could you imagine still watching the show at this point? <laughs> Could you even imagine? That That's assuming I get all this shit uploaded tonight. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's quite a tall order for me at this particular moment. I got to, like, write up the notes and. All right. Oh. Our musical guest tonight is coming to us all the way from 1979 at the Sopot Festival. Here is Boney M playing their classic hit, Rasputin.
disgusting and his hunger for power became known to more and more people, the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. shit dope <laughs> i feel i'm pumped now dave the hell i'm is good that about? <laughs> i've been cured by that that was wow. so good <laughs> that's that's all you needed all right <laughs> we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're, i'm putting on a good face we're gonna be back to wrap up the show right after this last break don't go away our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash TV. Also, go support a free speech platform. You can find us on Odyssey. It's odyssey.com. It's delight with Alan Mosley or Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, Find us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thanks to Anchor FM. It's anchor.fm slash TV. <clears throat> Dave, do you have a so, final thought? I'm so glad you're all better. Yeah. Yeah. How, the power of disco. This this went a lot better than I thought it would. So that's pretty good. Yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what does that mean? <laughs> What are you trying to say? <laughs> my, 
my mug was off kilter. We'll have to do the whole show again. Oh. I don't know. Um, well, we're going to get that link for everybody. It's June 4th, 2022. It's the It's Too Late 4th Annual It's Too Late live show. Everybody who's anybody is going to be there. So, so we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. June 4th, 2022. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late. We will see you next week.